Hello. Hello. Hey, Matt. Hey, Trish. Wait, is it Friday already? It is Friday. Do you know what that means? Time, Time for, for an intercontinental kiki. kiki. All right. Hey, Trish. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's going good. How about you? It's Friday again. It's Friday. We made it through another week. Blessings, blessings all around. Yes, I feel, I feel like I should have gotten more done this week, but there's lots of stuff that got done. Okay. My property report is finally done. I haven't even oh, had nice. to tell you that yet. I just, I literally just got the email. Like, nice. Like minutes before we started to record. <laughs> That's I was awesome just like, ooh, let's let's go see if any of my like any of my orders is shipped. And I was just like, ooh, yes, property report. Thank God. Okay, so that what is... does that mean now? Um, okay, so essentially like when you sell your house, it's just like apparently really good form to um it's essentially a land survey. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it makes sure that like everything on the land is like in compliance with like the city's guidelines and stuff like that. So you know, like the garage mm -hmm. isn't too close to the fence or like that kind of stuff. Okay, so yeah. and it, I'm assuming it passed with flying colors. Uh, well, originally, um, so I don't know. I may have talked about taking down the shed. I yes. know I told you Other about taking the down the shed. I don't know if I brought it up on the show, but the shed was a bitch. I got to use my, all of my aggression and take down the shed with my Byron. So we took down the shed okay. because that was apparently an issue. It was too close to the fence. They're like, you have to move it a meter out from the fence. I was like, that will put it in the carport. Like, that's impossible. So we tore down the shed. So just um, sayonara, motherfucker. Yeah, it was very cathartic and wonderful. We all had a great time tearing down the shed. Um, it did put us behind, like, for packing and moving behind, like, a week. But So we tore down the shed, and then we got new pictures taken. And then, because they come and, like, take pictures of your property and shit. Um, actually, no, I have a point of contention to take with this. Um, uh, they made me take new pictures. Once the shed was gone, they're like, yeah, can you just take some pictures and send it to us? And I'm just like, I'm paying you almost a thousand dollars for you to, um, what, not do your job now? Right. Oh, um, that's, Cute. I can't stand that. Like when we moved, Cute. it was the same shit. It's like, oh, can you do this? It's like, asshole, I'm paying you. Why would I pay you to do the, to, for me to do your job? Right. Think their literal only job is to take pictures of the property and then like lay it out and then they charge you $50 to courier to the city, which seems ridiculous. I was like, bitch, I'll pay yeah. me the $50. I'll use two bus tickets and go to the down to the sit down to City Hall and come back. Like, legit. Um, anyways, I I digress. This is you'll just get me on a long, never-ending rant about this because I'm so bitter that they asked me to do that so they, job for them and then they like then they had the gall to even though they already sent me an invoice that was dated for june 1st because they're like yeah no we'll take the payment when the house is sold and we're like cool thank you that's very nice of you then they're also like yeah so we haven't received payment on your account i was like uh essentially as per my last email um you you told us that you would accept payment june 1st so like why are we having this conversation and then all of a sudden it was like oh yeah no i do remember you talking about that it's like Okay, how can you not take five minutes and just go through your emails? All right, so then I guess I'm not going to bring up the uh, the incident this week. There was numerous. 
<laughs> well, the one that really set you off, the one with your babies. Oh god! Oh my god! The yeah. So oh my god! Yeah, and I believe. Shout out to Bianca, who asked me to go on a bit of a rant for this because she had to listen to numerous this week. So she's like, fine, put it on your podcast, get it out. Um, so we had to have the buyers, they wanted to come and take some measurements and you know, the, my cats are really sensitive. So I was like, you know, is there any way we can do this? Like after the cats aren't in the house possibly, or, you know, can me and Byron take the measurements for you? If you're looking for like, you know, like, oh, like, is there water this close to an outlet or something like that? And they fought us like tooth and nail the entire time. So I finally like, I was like, fine, you're going to come on my schedule. So they came on Sunday, which was like, fine, whatever. Um, So I get like the cats put away and everything. And I was like, okay, but like they have to be respectful and like, you know, because like, I don't want my cats freaking out. So like within five minutes, they're already like tapping on the window with tape measures to like the bedroom and the cats are already like spooks. I'm already like pissed off. And then... Then they go upstairs, which they never told me they wanted to look at upstairs, which pissed me off because I couldn't get my mother-in-law out of the house. And I'm just like, "Mm, thanks for having these two randoms there. So (laughs) so I'm pissed off about that now. And then they're stomping around upstairs, scaring my cat. So I like call my husband. I'm like, yeah. So I was like, I'm done with this. I'm irritated. I was like, they need to get their measurements and get the fuck out. I was like, I made it very clear that this would not be a situation where like everyone in the house was made uncomfortable. And I was like, also they did not check like they did not ask to go upstairs I was like I understand it's part of the entire house but they made it very clear they wanted to take measurements in the basement it was very like basement 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 and I know this because I heard it every week for four weeks right and And you know this because I bitched about it every week for four weeks I remember (laughs) you bitching I remember no what got me that I was like these whatever whatever's like that you were in the room with your babies with your cats and they were like headed your way you were just standing at the door from what you said giving them the the glare down arms crossed just full cunt just full feeling like pussy feeling like cunt take it to the back and i'll show you the front Uh. um No, like I was pissed and then like they asked because my husband was down here with them and they were like, oh, what's in there? And uh, he's just like, oh, that's like my husband. He's in there with the cats. They're really sensitive. You can't go in there. And then they asked another two more times, like somehow the answer was going to change. And I I was about to like come out the door and be like, are you deaf or do you just not care to listen? Because like my patience at that point was already so thin. And like then I talked to my realtor after and he's just like, yeah so they didn't tell me they wanted to go upstairs either i was like yeah so my mother-in-law who's like immunocompromised and shit yeah not cute so it was like so i literally put my foot down i was like i knew i kind of had a feeling that they weren't going to be like this was going to go south so i was like i'm putting my foot down i'm going to be out of my house a week before we actually have to give possession on this house so I was like, if they need in the house again, I was like, it's going to have to be after my mother-in-law and cats no longer live here because I'm not doing this again. I don't trust them. And I'm, if the buyers have an issue with that, then you can just tell them that I don't trust them anymore because their behavior was not only rude, but not appreciated. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Like, I, I let you know that I, you know, I have dogs. It's the same thing when someone wants to come into my yard or my house, I make sure the dogs are on another area so they don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. 
And so the person that's coming doesn't get hurt. So if they had gone through and your cats had scratched them, or like in my case, my dogs had bit someone, they would have been pissed. Yep. So it's like, motherfucker, I did it for a reason. You didn't respect it. You deserve what you get. Well, like here in Canada, my my animal is still going to get put down. That's the, that's the worst part about it is like if someone if like someone comes on my property and my like even if I have a guard dog and they bite them my dog's still gonna get put down the fuck yeah it's kind of dumb here uh well no here too like here if the dog bites someone they're you know like if there may be circumstantial reasoning you may be able to get away with it but no here the dog bites someone the dog gets killed yeah and that's I don't not understand fair. that whole like uh, destruction of the dog when it's I find like a lot of the time it is like people's problem not just like um, the dog's fault but um, we have a guest today we do we, we're gonna add a, a third person to our kiki yeah we've kind of we haven't done yeah we uh, we interviewed Rosie last week which was amazing um yeah. And I'm still kind of reveling in that. So I think like a good Kiki, we haven't done a, we haven't done a good Kiki since the first episode, so. I know, so it should be fun. This should be really enjoyable. So we have uh, my lovely friend, Marissa, who is also from Canada land. Uh, uh, we have like a, a few things to get into it with her. Oh yeah, like we're gonna, we're gonna talk about some Drag Race Down Under with her. Um, we're gonna talk about some, I know she's really into like allyship and that kind of thing, as well as um, me and her might rant a little bit about how um, the province we live in is, I guess, not handling the pandemic. <laughs> right, because you guys happen to live in the same province. Yes, we do. We both live in Alberta and Alberta happens to be the province that is probably handling the pandemic the worst in the whole country. All right, well, why don't we take a break and then we'll... Yeah, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with Marissa. All right, we'll be back. All right, we are back with Marissa. Hey. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Marissa. Thank you for being here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. So I'm a queer, bisexual cowgirl living in the flatlands. And <laughs> love it. That, that's pretty much me. <laughs> I love it. It's so simple. <laughs> I know. I'm a science-based bitch first, and logic is always comes first. Well, love. That's great. I think it's fitting that we're going to have you here to do a little bit of bitching about how our province is handling science. Oh, don't even get me started, honey. Like... Oh no, I want to get you started. That's that's that was a little bit <laughs> oh, of intention there. I want to yeah, get you we, started. We want the rants. Oh yeah, we, we live for a rant here. Okay, well this science based bitch already has her Pfizer one, so she's waiting on number two. Congrats. Sick and tired okay. of people being like, oh the vaccine's experimental. It's not a real vaccine. Like, bitch, what do you think a vaccine is? Well, like, yeah, and like also, yeah, it's not like a, like. Dead. it's not like a same as like most vaccines where it's like the dead virus or a weakened virus it's it's antibodies like yeah. it's like protein that help you build antibodies against it yeah like but which isn't that like that's how the hpv vaccine works too 
yeah, it's pretty much the exact same. They're using mRNA for a lot of similar vaccines like in cancer research as well as HIV research. Ah, so it's it's good for those, but not good for this, apparently, according to the mass public. No, no, no. It's experimental. Also, it's- I thought I was getting a 5G upgrade, but my phone has, uh, it's not running any faster since I got my first shot. Do I need both of them to get the full 5G experience? <laughs> oh, your mutant powers haven't come in yet? Uh, no, but for about 12 hours, when we had to do a dump run the next day, I felt like I was just, like, infinitely full of power. But then I got really drunk and it went away. Uh, yeah, that tends to happen. Yeah, Wait, um, I, I got I got the Johnson and Johnson one. Oh, she the double John. And I, and literally like three days after, like Johnson and Johnson's being suspended because of blood clots. Again, that is totally ridiculous. The if you're on birth control, you're more likely to get a blood clot or a serious like harm to yourself from that than you are than any of the vaccines that have been out. Yeah, it's in, it's like six deaths. Okay. I get why they pause it, but it's like six deaths out of how many people that took it? Like, come on. Oh, it was like 30 million. Yeah, that's yes. crazy. I think, didn't Canada just approved it for 12 and up, or Pfizer for 12 and up now? Yep. So officially uh, in Alberta, if you are over the age of 30, you can start getting your vaccine shot and it's been approved for 12 and up in Canada. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah, I think U.S. is now sixteen and up. I think we we were we started at sixteen and up. Yes. We oh. yeah like, but then we didn't we weren't even giving it to anyone close to sixteen for months. We don't yeah. need to protect anyone. Fuck that noise. Well, I mean, Ontario is literally just holding back shots. <laughs> Makes sense. Like they're just sitting on them. At least, like the like, I got mine because of caregiver status, and my pharmacy ended up uh, getting like an extra ninety doses, and they were like, "Well, we legally have to give them out." So, well, that's good. No. I, can yours. I feel the, bad for what? my pharmacy that day, though. They did like eighty-four vaccines that day. Ooh, that's a lot. Right. Eighty-four. That's a lot. Eight, like eighty-four. One person. One single person sitting in the like um consultation room at my pharmacy doing nothing but like come in vaccine wipe everything down come in vaccine wipe everything down come in vaccine wipe everything down and then like every 10 people they had to draw up another 10 doses okay yeah because um here like walmart does that at least in a day my pharmacy is tiny I go to like a small local pharmacy. It's not like a like um, chain or anything. Yeah, those are kind of non-existent here. That's depressing. I love my tiny knot Shoppers Drug Mart pharmacy. No shade to shop. Well, no shade to shoppers. They're being cunts in Ontario too with this COVID thing. Shade to shoppers. Um, yeah, we live for we live for a good shade. Come on. Shame to shoppers. Absolutely. Shame to Loblaws. How much money have they made over this whole pandemic and they still aren't paying pandemic pay? Hey, but remember when Loblaws gave us that bread money back? What, they gave $10 to people and it was impossible to get? Oh, I got mine. <laughs> oh, you got yours? I never got mine. Never. They. It, it was like impossible. Okay, so what if- Was uh, they were fixing the price of bread. 
and then they got caught and into a major lawsuit, so they had to give everyone ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, they were fixing, like price gouging. Yeah, because yep. they own the they own the uh, the company that owns the grocery store. Also, does don't they own the bread? Yeah. The fuck. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me pull it up. I know, I know. It's like the head name for okay. Loblaws is actually. Um, Oh, yeah, the only thing people really price gouge, the only time we really worry about price gouging is like during hurricane season. Oh, yeah, Weston. George Weston. Weston Bread. Weston also is a bread company. Yep. Yeah, so that's who owns them. They're like a grocery store mafia in Canada. Is Lovely. that wrong? I feel like that's not wrong terminology there. Uh. <laughs> It's a monopoly. Well, yeah, it is because they own like Superstore and everything. Yep. Jeez. Also, I don't like going to Superstores. Not a fan. Yeah, so Mafia would fit. Our um, real Canadian Superstores here for you, Trish, are essentially the equivalent of Walmart Superstores down there. They're just like really dirty and busy for no reason. Okay, yeah. I, I, I try to avoid Walmart as much as possible. There are just some things you see in there that you can never unsee and will scar you for life. Um, I yeah, that's kind of why I like going to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I like going to there to people watch. I don't like actually going there to shop. Last time I had to went go there to shop, I went there with Byron and we looked at each other when we left. We were like, "Why did we do this?" <laughs> well, why don't we get into some statistics about Canada, about Alberta specifically? So what are the cases looking like? Uh, what like what second day in a row now we're under we're finally under two thousand new cases. But we were at like five hundred and forty-one cases per person or something like that, which is like second to Argentina. Oh yeah, well oh yeah, because a Globe and Mail article they came out they compared Alberta to all of the G twenty countries. And Canada's included in there. That's the best part. Like Canada as a whole is included in there. But Alberta is like per million, we're second. Oh wow. Yeah, and then Argentina's number one. So it's like we're we're beating our own country as a whole. We're beating India. That's a scary thought. I keep looking at my husband, and I'm just like, so how long until the population that's not vaccinated all test positive for COVID? Well, they just went to a rodeo, so it should work out. Oh my god, yes, the rodeo. I want to talk about the rodeo. We have to talk about the rodeo. I feel like unless you live in Alberta, you did not hear about this. And it's kind of just, it's so crazy you think this would have happened in the States. I'm going to let Marissa take the lead on this one, though. Yeah, fill fill in the American. (laughs) So we had um, this area called Bowdoin, which is between Edmonton and Calgary, the two major cities. And it's also where the prison is, hilariously. And they decided to host a rodeo <laughs> to go against all the COVID uh, restrictions. And everyone's been calling the spreadnecks. Spreadnecks, <laughs> okay. Spreadnecks. Oh, spreadnecks, okay. Yeah. And uh, AHS, or Alberta Health Services, has already sent out a issued. Uh, a warning saying if you attended this event please make sure you got tested as an individual who attended has tested positive oh wow that happened really quick didn't this just happen like the weekend this weekend like last weekend Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so not even a week ago, just, not even a week ago and they're like hey so you all might have covid now by the way whoopsie doodles i think i saw the rcmp is looking at a way to try and find everyone that was there yep oh and the whistle stop cafe um, so this is a cafe also in central Alberta. Um, if you're not familiar too much with Alberta, it, um, the central part is like the KKK. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's super redneck and hick and racist and bigoted. <laughs> oh, Lord. But uh, so this one particular cafe has been defying public health orders. They've had their liquor license removed. They've been fined. And finally, AHS came today with the RCMP. And the guy was live recording as he was locked out of his own building. They changed the locks on him. I'm Good. I'm so happy they did that. Now, is he going to give all the money he raised back? No, he's donating it to charity. And if you can hear those quotes. I can I could hear those air quotes. They, I, can, I can see him. I can see him in my mind's eye. Yeah, that was... Uh, I thought it was a train in the background, but you told me it was air quotes. So now, now I know. Yeah, oh my, I remember when you shared that and I went and gave them a lovely review that um, they couldn't take down because they had removed so many reviews by the time I gave my review, I guess. Beautiful. So my review was just subject to their fans saying hateful, horrible things to me, which is fine because I don't actually care about social media. So <laughs> like, oh, it's not boy. real. It's not real. I, I'm very much like GG good. I don't like, I go on it and I look at it, but I, I know it's not real. But at this point, I'm just like, businesses are taking reviews down. Like I remember at the beginning of the pandemic here in Walton Manors, which is our neighborhood in South Florida, there was this one guy that, um, that had a business who was not following COVID restrictions while they were still being open in the beginning. And the guy would not take down the reviews, but he'd go and write the nastiest, most cuntiest reply to every single negative review. That's just pet. Like, that is like petty. And he was a straight cis male, by the way. Okay, well, did he also go by Petty LaBelle in his spare time? I love that. Like, that should be a good drag name, Petty LaBelle. New, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Petty LaBelle. Oh, God. I just like, what? COVID has really shown me that I, the world that I thought I didn't trust is I don't trust because people suck. <laughs> but, um,. That, that was, you know, we're getting on a depressing trail. There was some exciting things that happened uh, last, well, wait. Okay, so like time-wise it's confusing because it happens in Australia. <laughs> airs in yeah, Australia. Yeah, so it was. So I know it aired for us Sunday think, or air, Saturday. I got it the second. Okay, cause me and Byron were looking on Crave and I think we were intoxicated in the evening on Friday. And it was already available. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I don't know what's going on with the time zones in Crave, but, like, we seem to be getting it when it's available in, for Australia. Nice. So you guys are getting it, like, 10, 12 hours ahead. Yeah. Nice. Dope. Yeah. So what do you guys think? So we're talking about Drag Race Down Under. Down Under. 
for our listeners. This is the first episode, first time they've done um, a proper New Zealand Australia cast. So, what do you guys think? I was into it. I was super into it. <laughs> I really loved it, and I'm a little mad about it too. Why um, mad? Yeah, because why are you mad? They put so in fabulous. so much effort for Australia and New Zealand, but like Canada looked like it was like cheap uh, backstage set. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I do. I will say that the Canada workroom is one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm it's the only one that has an work. opening big enough to accommodate for a six foot three bitch with a five foot wig on her head. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I am sick of having to watch these bitches hold their hair and bend down to get in the room for their entrance. It's like, no, just let them walk in in all their glory. How dare you? At least adjust the entrance for the like the, for the walk-in, like the entrance looks. That's hey, true. I deal with that. But can, no, Canada's accommodated it, and that's why I was very happy because it was nice to see them not have to like do the like hold their hair and crouch down. Mother has arrived. Yeah. Alright, so who was who was your standouts when they did the the look the first walk-in? Oh it I am I've been enamored with et cetera, et cetera, since the moment I saw the cat like just the picture of the cast. That cockroach outfit. I want it. I'm gonna it was go there and steal it from them. It was. I, I, I hate cockroaches, but I will say that was an that was a cute outfit. It was like it was so simple, but like really fashionable for some reason i don't know why it was done well yeah it was really cute and her face is just gorgeous like can we talk about that can we talk about how just fucking beautiful she was uh sorry i'm a big fan of karen from finance (laughs) that that was gonna that was literally going to be where i went next so thank you for (laughs) Her look was everything. Like very detailed, very polished. I love I love Karen. Yeah, she's she's top three for sure. I I have no question in my mind about that. She she really has like she's she's you can tell she's come to play. The the, the dynamic I wanna see is because is it I think if I remember their names, it's Ketamine. Yeah, kidding me. Anita, Anita Wiglet. Oh, yeah. I think that's an interesting dynamic. Because they own a bar together. I think it's those two that own a bar together in New Zealand. Yeah, because they employ Electra Shock. As they, there was another employee who was there too, Electra. There we go. That was the one I was missing. So that dynamic should be really interesting to see as they start falling off and get eliminated. Well, I mean, like they they know her abilities better than anyone. So, like, I kind of hope she, I kind of hope Electra has to sing again, like lip sync against one of her bosses, because I cut like I can tell that she's a really good dancer, and I kind of want to see them crap their pants. Oh, you know that's gonna happen. Come on. I also feel like they're gonna try and push this like kind of like Alyssa Edwards Coco rivalry between Kita and Anita. Well, they already did because it was like they asked um because we all know that the show's produced to the t 
And what do you mean? There is no, no that, this is a documentary about drag queens, Trish. How dare you? Marissa, do you think that Drag Race is produced? Uh, I mean, I never would have said such a thing. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, it, is, it is just so organic and natural. <laughs> Sorry, I can't resist. Tia Dunn's face. Oh my right. god, I'm Race Chaser is doing season six, and like I'm so here for it because Chicken just has like so many one-liners. Absolutely. Oh, my god. oh god, oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And then like so I didn't even realize this. They pointed out she changed outfits on episode one. But between coming in the room and the mini challenge. Did you? I didn't notice. Apparently she did. I need to go rewatch this episode just to find out. But I'm like, what the? But which, wait, which season? Season All six. Stars? Season six. Oh, season six. Yeah, apparently she switched outfits, which I'm going to like, I need to look into. But um, okay, I need another, to uh, another down, well, because we got off topic, another down under standout that I think is going to do really well is Art Simone. That is my baby. I love her. She is no stranger to the pomp. <laughs> no, she is. I've been following her for years, and she's one of my favorite Aussie queens. That, and I know she's not going to go too far, but one of my other ones that I followed for a while is Maxi Shields. Maxi Shields is um, apparently best Judies with uh, Courtney and Vanity. They are. They're all Sydney queens. I feel like there's only like three places in Australia you can be a drag queen from. Melbourne, Sydney, and Perth. Perth? Yeah. Perthonality. <laughs> yeah, they're Perthonality. Oh. Can we get Okay, can we get into the double RuPaul, please? Okay, yeah. So I actually, okay, so I have the tea on what was going on there. Um... And I'm like Drag Race. I produced this, so um, I didn't tell anyone until now. <laughs> um, so um, through listening to all of my sources, um, yeah. So Raven didn't get her paperwork in order in time, so she wasn't there the first week. <laughs> Wait, you mean to tell me RuPaul can't do her own makeup? You, 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 that's a secret. <laughs> She doesn't do her own makeup and wear sweats. What are we doing? We're, we're, we're confused here? <laughs> she doesn't do her own makeup. Can't make her own clothes. Doesn't okay, well, like, she's got Zaldi on retainer. She she's absolutely... had Zaldi on retainer from the beginning. Apparently, a lot of the looks don't even, like, he's, like, trying to whip them out so fast that, like, they don't show up until, like, the day of filming main stage, usually. Wow, that was a long. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just like in shock. <laughs> it's just like, wow, I apparently broke everyone in this <laughs> kiki with that news. Like, <laughs> well, I remember, I don't know how long Raven would take to do the makeup because I remember Rue talking about doing her, having Matthew Anderson do her makeup, and she's like, oh, it's a process. It takes about a good three to six hours. 
I can imagine they shave that nose down to a goddamn razor blade now. Must take forever. Well, these, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be bitchy, but yeah, let's just say Rue needs a lot of work. Well, she's shaving that nose down so she can do some more fracking, I think. Yeehaw for the oil and gas. Right? I don't know why. How does RuPaul not own property in Alberta where no one would flack her for fracking? They'd welcome her. Right? Also, don't we frack differently up here, Marissa? We do. Don't we use salt water or some shit, I've been told? I've been told we use salt water. Yeah, it's produced water. Yeah. So apparently that makes it better. I don't know. That's what they claim up here. (laughs) Until it spills and then it's an environmental disaster. What do you mean? Oil never spills in Alberta. I can't. Fi- no, I can't finish that statement. Seriously. You can get it out with a straight no. face. No, we're, I, we're very responsible with our resources in Alberta. <laughs> Not just about as responsible as here in the U.S. I'm surprised Marissa hasn't come through the chat and just like slapped me. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> She works in oil and gas. She knows way, like she knows way too much. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, but you get to do like cool field stuff. Oh my god, yeah. You know what? Actually, I think that's like a really interesting thing we can talk about because you actually have a really cool job that allows you to see some really cool shit. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm an environmental scientist. Uh, went to the big schools for that and got my master's in it. Wow. That's an accomplishment, getting your master's. Good for you. It really is, yeah. If you go to Europe, everyone has it, so it was kind of like, oh, well, bread and butter. But in Canada, it sounds more impressive. Oh my god, no, you like, here you got a GED, and people are like, good for you. Especially in Alberta. We're like, you went to high school? Wait, you got through high school without having a baby? Oh, Oh, God. So Alberta sounds very Alberta sounds very much like the South. It is. We are the Texas of the North. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Marissa ha- handle this one. I know she's got a rant prepared and ready. No, please take go, it away. Go take it away. Well, we've already had the spread and X out, so I think uh, that tells the story itself. Our uh, yeah, our government even closed down for two weeks, but apparently we can't afford to close down our restaurants and shopping malls. That would be too catastrophic. But the yeah. government can go on two week break. I don't like and what like what irritates me is like our government gets paid to sit at home and do nothing. Yep. So it's like. Like, why are they, like, you know what, if you want to close down the legislature, that's fine, but then y'all should be on Zoom calls every day. Actually doing something? Right? I mean, like, I mean, there are people who don't even have jobs right now that are doing more Zoom calls than the Alberta government. Like us. Right? We are, we are doing, we are here, we are working, we are creating content, and that is already more than the Alberta government has done today. Oh, it's so difficult. Still, like it's just. Are they still closed? Oh yeah, no, they shut. They shut down for full two weeks, and that that only started on Monday. So like from okay. from today being like from the Friday today, it's like another at least another week, and I guarantee you it'll shut down again because it's convenient. Okay, so it's like Congress for us. 
Yeah, except it's our entire provincial government. <laughs> yeah, our whole co- Congress shut down. Literally, they shut down. And every time they tried to do the uh, the stimulus stuff after um, Biden was elected, it was, um, oh, we need to go on break. It's time for summer. It's time for our congressional break. It's like, you took a month off while being paid while we're waiting for money. Lovely. Didn't they, aren't, aren't you guys getting more money actually soon? Fuck no. Oh, I thought you guys were supposed to get more money. We, okay, so we've had three stimulus checks adding up to, let me see. Getting so we had hard facts. 14, yeah, uh, four, so we had what, maybe, it, it depends on the family, but there was one like under Trump that would, there were two under Trump, one for like 14, one for 16, that's 2000, and then um, Biden gave an, gave something to equal 2000, so maybe 3000 something for a single person. Shit, that is uh, that is something. We're supposed to live off of three thousand something dollars for over a year. Oh, good. Look at that. That's just so generous of your government. Um, wow, what a. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all that money. Well, yeah, you know what? You are just gonna go make it rain on some drag queen and then turn her into a rich person. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I, we, I, I do know I have to say bye to Marissa soon um, but I do want to ask Marissa if she is going to be coming to the final Charlie Hyde's bingo on Sunday oh. did we lose her? we may have lost her okay sorry it's okay I was just asking if you were back. If we're going to be joining us for the final Charlie Hides. Is your work trying to bother you? Yes. Um, So yeah, I was, uh, what I wanted to see is, are you going to, do you want to come to the final Charlie Hides bingo? Yes, I do. Okay. Well then I will email you a ticket on Sunday when I get all mine. Because I ordered a bunch. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're yeah. doing the you're doing the 7 p.m. right? Yeah, we do. I, I only do the U.S. I was going to do the um, U.K., but the like I just the exchange rate is going to kill me. Okay. Because it's yeah, charged it's in fun. pounds. Yeah, it's charged in pounds. I was like, ugh. Ew. Yeah, like I said, like a seven pound ticket is going to like work out to like almost twenty dollars or something. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, um, on that note, I'm gonna go prostitute myself on the corner to afford bingo. <laughs> and um, yeah, I guess we will return once again next Friday for another intercontinental kiki. Um, we want to thank Marissa. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, you had... so much for coming on. Yeah, you had a busy day today, and we really appreciate you taking some time to come and chat with us and just join the kiki 
next time I'll bring a topic and it'll be really interesting. Oh my God, we would love that. Yeah, I would love that. Make us do research this time. I know we asked you to watch Drag Race Down Under, so give us research this time. That'd be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have an open invitation. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, but yeah, all right. Then uh, I guess, Trish, do you want to wrap it up for us? All right. Well, thank, thank, again, thank you, Marissa, for coming. And guys, we'll catch you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.